if I had to say one thing, I think it's forgetting that the divine exists within you. And that leads us to value other people's opinions, other people's beliefs, other people's stories, the way that society operates more than we value our own knowing, our own wisdom, our own intelligence. We value everything else more than that because we forget that God lives within us. We are divine inherently. We heal in health and we die through dieting. You feel? Yeah, me too. Let's start the vulnerable and raw conversations needed to inspire. Let's get the experts talking to educate and motivate. Let's come together as a community to discuss what it means to be optimally human and aligned spirit. I'm your host, intuitive gut health coach, Chelsea Haynes, and this is Let's Start Health. Welcome, welcome, welcome back to another episode of Let's Start Health, where we start the vulnerable, tough, potentially awkward conversations needed to break through the stigmas of mental health. And sharing vulnerable stories is definitely, for me, one of the only way throughs to healing. I am so super excited to share a very special guest today, my good friend, Kristen Lynch. She is a spiritually centered life and business coach. She's a yoga teacher. She's also a podcast host and overall just an amazing human being who I have had the pleasure of connecting with on multiple occasions now, which we'll have the opportunity to share and talk about. Kristen supports women to create businesses that are 100% authentic to them, all while up-leveling their spiritual connection and deepening their relationship to themselves, which is totally in alignment with everything that we do and talk about here on Let's Start Health. So Kristen, thank you so much for being here. I'd love to hand the microphone over, and if I missed anything, please introduce yourself. Thank you so much, Chelsea. And just to echo everything you said, it's so good to be back with you. Um, and having another conversation now on your podcast, it's really an honor to be here. Um, and you really didn't miss anything. Uh, Spiritual-centered business coaching. Obviously, there's so much more to my story in terms of getting to that point, which I'm sure we'll dive into. Um, but that is what I'm doing today, empowering women um, to start businesses that are totally in alignment with soul um, and then create their most aligned lives as a result of doing so. So it's a great place to be. Um, and it wasn't this way always but um, really feeling like I'm living the most aligned I ever have been. And it's a really special place to be. Yes. And I'm so excited to dive into your journey and what brought you to what you are doing now. And I get goosebumps when we talk about now living in in alignment. And like you said, it wasn't always that way. So if you wouldn't mind, just maybe give us a little brief synopsis of your story, which started at birth and kind of led you through um, middle school, high school time. And then we can take a step forward into really what that brought you into how you're doing, what you're doing now. Perfect. Yeah. Um, I'll do my best to keep it surface level so we can then just dive into what what stands out to you. Um, but yeah, I like to start with birth because I think that even pre-birth, really, you could really go back to where your mother and family were at the time of conception. But we'll start at birth because that's where life really begins for us. Um, and it's important to say that my mother was 
during the time that she was pregnant with me, she was living with a lot of stress. Um, she had widespread inflammation, chronic pain, fibromyalgia, food sensitivities, blood sugar issues, like all the stuff. Um, and then she had a really rocky pregnancy with me. She gained over 70 pounds. I was a 10 pound baby. Like it was a really intense pregnancy. Wow. Um, and so because of that, I was, I was a C-section baby. And um, there's a lot of literature today about the connection between being a C-section baby and having immune issues. And you'll hear more about that in a moment. Um, but that's important to say. And then when I was a kid, I was always getting sick, flu, colds, pneumonia. I had allergies, I had eczema. Um, and because of that, I was always being prescribed medication. So tons of antibiotics. I was on allergy medication every day. I had steroids for my skin issues um, and was just, just constantly in and out of the doctor trying to recover from being sick. Um, and that lasted until I got into my teens. And when I got into my teens, physically, I was in a pretty good place with health. Um, I had stopped getting sick. I had kind of outgrown some of my allergies. But emotionally, I had started taking on a lot of my mother's behaviors, a lot of her emotional patterns, a lot of her beliefs. And that really started to affect me. So really taking on like that stress identity, that overachieving identity, that perfectionism identity, um, and bringing that into school and relationships and um, extracurriculars like sports. I was a dancer and I was just bringing that energy into every part of my life. And eventually that drove me into developing an eating disorder. I got diagnosed with anorexia and orthorexia. Um, for anyone who doesn't know, orthorexia is basically just almost it's like you become so healthy that you become unhealthy. Like you take out so many food groups that eventually you become so malnourished. Um, and that just devastated my health on every level. It was like nothing was unaffected emotionally, spiritually, mentally, physically, of course. I was just so depleted. Um, and so even after I quote unquote recovered from that, according to traditional medical standards, uh, my, my leaky gut was the worst ever. It was such a stressful and traumatic period for my body. Um, my emotions were a, a mess. I had so much stuck trauma in my body and I started reacting to so many different foods. Um, and so eventually I went in and got testing and found out that I definitely had leaky gut. Um, so I went on an elimination diet. I went on a supplement regimen and I got pretty healthy again for a little while. According to like physical standards, I was pretty good, pretty symptom-free. And then I went to college and again, was still carrying those perfectionism, overachieving, people-pleasing, external validation qualities and behaviors with me. And so I got into this really prestigious business school, one of the best programs in the country, and of course was super stressed out again and started just getting all of these random, seemingly random symptoms. Like my hair was thinning and my digestion and acne was the worst ever. Um, I was having energy issues and hormone issues and sleep issues and all of it seemed so overwhelming. And of course, being in college, it was so isolating to feel like I was suffering so much. I felt like I'd been suffering and struggling and was always sick throughout my entire life. And it was, I was very much in a victim place of like, how is this happening? I'm never going to get out of this. Doctors don't understand. Um, I did eventually get a diagnosis of autoimmunity. I got diagnosed with Hashimoto's, which is um, inflammation of the thyroid. Um, and 
the only problem was there, there isn't a lot of treatment for that unless, unless you get so deep into that illness that your thyroid gets completely destroyed by your body and your immune system. They'll put you on, um, like a synthetic hormone, but I wasn't at a place where my thyroid was destroyed. So, but I still had all these other symptoms. There wasn't really a treatment. Um, so I, I was really forced to start looking at health as a holistic picture and looking, looking at healing as a nonlinear picture for the first time in my life. Um, no longer was just changing my diet and taking supplements working. I was led to address the emotional trauma that I had, the ways that I was showing up for my life. I was led to address, is the life that I'm living really what I want? Um, and this is something you say a lot, Chelsea, like, is my life something that I have to numb out to? And it totally was. Am I really living from soul or am I showing up how I think I should be or how I think I need to be? Um, really addressing those questions, really addressing limiting beliefs and really cultivating a relationship with my body, um, letting my body guide me, letting my body speak to me, not telling my body like, no, in order to be healthy, you can't have a single symptom. And if you do, you're wrong. Like I was making myself so wrong. And I finally, um, one of my favorite questions to ask myself is what's right about this that I'm not seeing? Like, I love that. Like, what's what? How is this illness leading me to something I couldn't see before? How is this illness serving me? And how can I surrender to what's happening here? And that was really the gateway to me finally going on a true journey of healing. Ugh. I absolutely love this. And thank you so much for such a beautiful, concise, yet deep and powerful share. It's it's so amazing. And, and of course, I feel so grateful here on Let's Start Our Health for everyone who comes on and shares so vulnerably. And I think there are so many of us who can see ourselves in your story in particular. I mean, the, you know, and and of all the stories that we share on here too, I mean, the intention hopefully is that we can all find pieces of ourselves and feel inspired mm -hmm. to be on this journey. But it's amazing how many of us have these similar mindsets, these beliefs that come down from generational learning, this, you know, survival behaviors that we implement, which then manifest as physical symptoms, or maybe, you know, maybe we're genetically predisposed, but then we experience things in life that bring forth those predispositions to all of the symptoms that we have. So you said something that was piqued my interest. And you said that you were forced to see healing as nonlinear and you were led to address the symptoms in more of a holistic way. So I'd love to ask you, was there like a breaking moment or like a breakdown moment where you just thought, okay, something's got to give, I need to dig deeper. What did that did that, was it a progressive thing or was it like a breaking moment for you? I think it was a little bit of both. When I look back at my story, I definitely see this theme of this ego versus soul tension, like this ego being pulling me into what I think, how, who I think I needed to be, how I think I needed to show up. And then my soul being like, no, this is who you really are. Like surrender to who you really are. Come home to yourself. And it really took me getting to a point where nothing was working in, you know, in a very, linear 3d way like the supplements weren't working the diet the exercise the sleep it wasn't working anymore so i had to surrender to a non-linear path and that was really that was my body communicating with me and so you know i was i was a yoga teacher at the time i was a dancer so i was really tapped into my body as it was 
Um, and so the more I started kind of embracing stillness and, and incorporating moments where I could really connect to my body, feel my body, listen to my body, my body was just guiding me to, to slow down, to come home to myself um, and to give up like the fight to give up the fight of like, I have to achieve this perfect health and I have to get back to my normal life. It was like, give up, like there's more available here. And yeah, and that was so healing and, and completely changed the way that I live my life. Like I let my body, I let spirit, I let my soul guide me through life. I no longer live from the head down. I live like from the soul out or from the soul up. Yes, I love that so much. And I see it. I love that you said come home to yourself, of course, as, as a fellow traveler as you are right now of course at the time that we're recording this you are in Tulum Mexico where I just was the last few months so it's all so synchronistic and we almost could have recorded in person if it was like a week I know literally one week (laughs) that's okay we'll have to do it next time um I love that you said this feeling of coming home to yourself and this this desire or drive to surrender and maybe unlearn these things that you've learned in life so you know I'm curious about that process for you because I think so many of us live in our heads. So many of us live from the top down, right? We think we have to think our way into healing and figure it all out. And, you know, we have these certain beliefs and agendas and timelines that we live in. And I mean, I'm sure you see this as in your clients as of course I do in, in mine as well. It's like this constant reminder that it's so less about what we're doing and so much more about who we are being. So what was that transition like for you? How did you actually switch that or flip that script from living from the head down to really embodying this from the soul? I wish I could say I just did it on my own in one moment, but it was, to be honest, I really think that I needed to hit almost a rock bottom in order to have that wake up call. It was like the symptoms had to get so bad. It had to seem like there were no solutions. So I was, so I would be truly at a place where I could say, I can't do this alone. I need support. I need guidance. Show me the way. Cause I don't see it. Um, and it was a huge, in a, in a way, my, my sickness became my spiritual awakening. Um, and it was the biggest gift in that sense. So I just had to, um, I, I asked to be shown another way. And, um, and that way was trusting soul. And, and it's not something that happens overnight. It's not something that happens in a moment. It's little steps. It's, it's little moments of radical faith and trust that strengthen this connection and strengthen this relationship over time. And over time, it does get easier. It feels so scary. Like it's our soul nature, but it's totally against our human nature to surrender. It's totally against our human nature to give up control. That's, that feels icky. It feels scary. It feels like we want nothing to do with that. Um, but that's truly, um, that truly was the pathway into my healing was to be led and to be guided and to be shown um, a better way. I love that so much. Yeah, and you're exactly right. The, the human experience wants to say, oh my gosh, if I'm not in control, the worst case scenario is going to happen. Right? So for anyone listening to this, what would you say, you know, if they, if they are feeling like, I'm struggling to surrender. Do you have any tips to be able to come back to those moments of radical trust, that moment of, you know, falling to our knees and asking for another way? Is it, you know, do you have maybe any kind of like tangible or maybe whether it's a memory or a tool that you could offer to someone that might be kind of in that 
mm-hmm. battle of ego mm-hmm. versus soul right now. And they're trying to be on that journey. So the first thing I would say is you can do some things to give you, I don't even like to say this, but to give you some sense of control, like that's where the elimination diet was helpful for me. That's where taking supplements were helpful for me. And that was helpful for two reasons. One, you could, you could feel like you were able to contribute on some level to yourself. And two, you could actually witness some layer of healing taking place right before your eyes. You could witness your body's intelligence um, right before you, um, even if it was in a subtle way. Like even if it was just like 10% of my, my digestive pain cleared up or 1% of my energy came back. I'm witnessing my body's intelligence. Um, and I think that... What was your question again? Now I'm blanking out on what the other thing I was going to say. No, that's okay. I think you answered it beautifully. And, you know, I think, I think you're onto something here really good with some sense of safety for the subconscious mind mm-hmm. is imperative to be able to do that digger, deep uh, digger, that <laughs> deeper digging. digging. Thank you. That, you know, that being able to step out of the emotions and witness the wisdom of the body, you know, to have some kind of protocol to follow, you know, some kind of healing regimen, of course, you know, this is so resonates for me, of course, as a gut health coach, this is for me, I love the measurable results, because those measurable results give us that inspiration to do the deeper soul work. Yes, yes. So I love how you said there does kind of need to be a little bit of that, the element of safety within some control so that way we can allow ourselves to surrender where we really don't have that control. Mm. I love that process. And I think one more thing I would say too is, um, you know, it's important to, one of the biggest things for me was really cultivating this intimacy with myself. Um, It was learning to trust myself, trusting that I knew the answers. I didn't necessarily need a doctor to come and save me. I didn't need someone else to come and save me. That might be part of the process, but remembering the wisdom that's within me. Um, So really like Mm. asking myself, like, how can I honor you today? How can I serve you? What do you need? I really love mirror work. That's something that's, that's tangible yet still spiritual that you can do is meeting your gaze in the mirror seeing seeing yourself your your real self seeing you in your wholeness and asking yourself how can I show up for you what do you need how have I been avoiding or neglecting you and it's amazing the clarity and the guidance that will come through and I will say it's important that you kind of release that attachment to immediate fixes like how can I just find one percent relief in this moment and that builds up over time too you don't need to have a, a quick fix of relief of every single symptom in 24 hours. That's not realistic, but just like, how can I relief, find relief right now? 1%, 10%. 0.1% yes. even. Yes. <laughs> oh, I just love that so much. You know, this is, we could go on for so long about just digging into that intuitive wisdom. And it's amazing, you know, that, that mirror work is challenging. It can be very challenging for for many of us. I think because maybe maybe there's an element of shame, there's an element of guilt. It's you know all these limiting beliefs that we've learned from society and our family and the pressures and what it means to be successful, which I'm excited to start diving into in a minute here too in regards to yes. business. But you know, I love that, you know, that breaking down of 
what might be in between you and yourself and really just reattaching, trusting yourself, remembering that like, I don't have to have this all figured out right Mm -hmm. now. Maybe I can let it be a journey. And part of your journey that you share with us is that you now feel like you're living in this sense of true harmony. So could you please define what you mean by this harmony? Because I think you often hear balance, the word balance Mm -hmm. in the world of health and wellness. And I just really love that you use the word harmony. So what does harmony mean for you? And what does that look like in Mm -hmm. your daily life? That's such a good question. And I'm going to do my best to articulate it because it's almost not something that you can explain. It's something that you almost have to experience. But um, I really think it's, you know, moving through life completely, completely allowing what's true for you to be. Um, just, it's like completely allowing your soul to guide you through life and knowing that that will always, always, always support you and it's always enough and it will always lead you to the most fulfilling path. Um, and that's, that's how I make my decisions in my whole life now. Like, what am I going to eat for, for breakfast? Well, what does, what is my soul guiding me to? Like, what is my intuition guiding me to? What am I going to work on today in my business? What is my intuition guiding me to? Um, who am I going to hang out with? Who, what is my intuition guiding me to? Where am I going to travel? My intuition brought me to Tulum and it's the most magical place I've ever experienced. Um, and when you do that, um, you really are able to move beyond some of those 3D human limitations. Like, it's amazing the solutions that that become available um, to you when you live from that place. So I think the best way to sum it up is it's definitely not perfection. I think you're right. Balance, often people think it's this exact 50-50 split. That's not what health is. That's not what alignment is. Um, It's it's more of this this space of flow, like allowing things to be as they are and knowing that that's perfect. Um, allowing just who you are, what, what's going on with your health, what's going on with your business in this moment in time to be and allowing that to be perfect. I think it's also knowing that life is always happening for you. That's harmony. Yes. And the root of the abundance mindset, which you know, we could also go on. We could do a, a whole nother episode, which actually, yeah, seriously, which we talked about a lot. And by the way, for anyone listening to this, you know, Kristen is the amazing host of her own podcast, the Goddess Talk podcast. So go check out episode Yay. number 20 to hear our first chat where we, where we, you know, kind of, we, we, it's a similar conversation, but, uh, but yeah. different as well. So um, yeah, it's a great opportunity to go hear a little bit more from both perspectives but also you know what I want to ask you so what do you think in your in your professional perspective as a coach as well as your personal perspective as a spiritual being on a human path who's really walked the walk what do you think is if you could or if you had to break it down to like one thing that is really the biggest block to trusting ourselves? Like, what do you think is the thing that just really prevents us from allowing that flow, allowing that intuitive trust to come through, allowing that surrender to happen? Because of course, circumstantially, it will all manifest a little bit different, but I almost feel like it's, there's like this thing, I don't know, like this one source that that block comes from, like, where do you think that might be? And what do you think it is? 
If I had to say one thing, I think it, I would say it's forgetting that the divine exists within you. Mm. And that leads us to value other people's opinions, other people's beliefs, other people's stories, the way that society operates more than we value our own knowing, our own wisdom, our own intelligence. We value everything else more than that because we forget that we, God lives within us. We are divine inherently. Um, and so, of course, we know. Of course, we're connected spiritually. Of, of course, we're being guided in every moment. And when we remember that, it's like all that other stuff falls away. We no longer care. Like, I, I face resistance all the time. My, my family always starts off thinking I'm nuts. Like, when I came to Tulum during the middle of a pandemic, people think you're, people thought I was insane. People thought I was insane when after I went to business school, I didn't take um, a corporate route and I, I created my own career. I face resistance all the time, but it doesn't matter because I, I know that, um, I know that I'm being guided. I know that God exists within me and I know that my path is perfect. That disconnect, that forgetting, right? It's that the spiritual process I find is, is very much, uh, letting go of the layers that have kept us from forgetting, <laughs> right? Yes. Or that have allowed us to forget. Oh my God. Forget. <laughs> so much more an unlearning and unraveling than it is a learning yeah. or an exploring. It's all, it's removing the layers. Yes. I love that. And That's liberation. Yes. That freedom. It's, um, yeah. I just started listening to Untamed. Um, oh yeah. Glenn Doyle's Untamed and it's, I'm only like a couple of chapters in, I'm listening to it on audiobook. And one of the examples that she gives that I can really relate to, and I'm sure, you know, most of my audience here are, are females, entrepreneurs, wellpreneurs, uh, moms, and I'm sure you'll be able to relate to this as well. And she gives the example of her teenage daughter and there was a get together and there was like a group of boys and a group of girls. And she walked downstairs and said, guys, are you hungry? And all the boys immediately were like, yeah, no, yeah, I'm hungry. No, I'm not. You know, they just answered. Whereas the group of girls looked around at each other and they, they, and teenage girls, you know, looked at each other to see if they themselves were hungry. And then, you know, this sort of silent, unspoken rule happened like this, which is also testimony to the power of, of, sisterhood how we can communicate without words so there is you know yes. beauty behind it but you know the validation of am i hungry i don't know what does everyone else think and then of course the one spokesperson of the group the unspoken leader of the group spoke up and said no we're okay mm. so you know immediately we start to learn this from a young age like oh well, what if i was hungry am i like is there something wrong with me if i am hungry and what does that mean about me so that just that was a, a profound moment in listening to that and thinking wow i've i've lived in that moment before oh oh me too <laughs> where uh, you know me i, I yeah where we've looked outwards for the answers within ourselves so i'd love to dig a little bit more into your personal story of spiritual alignment so where if where do you think that that journey started you know was it a process for you that happened from childhood or did you kind of move away from spirituality and refound it again how has that spiritual learning how did it begin and how has it unfolded for you in your life mm -hmm. another great question um that doesn't have a simple answer right <laughs> but um 
So I guess I'll start by saying that I was raised in a semi-spiritual home. We were, um, my mom did yoga and they were also, we were also religious. So I was a Christian home and my mom was doing yoga and she was, she was also super holistic. So she was, she got acupuncture and did like different, um, hippie like stuff when I was growing up. So there was definitely some element of spirituality in the home growing up. Um, and then definitely as I took on again, those like hardworking stress, like I can do it all myself. Like I'm overachieving that persona that really drove me away from God. I was like, I don't need God surrender. Like, Oh, like it made me want to throw up. Like I can do it on my own. Like, thanks, but no thanks. I don't need that. Um, and that was a long time. And then there were moments when I, and it was really moments where I hit really low places that brought me back. And that's how it usually happens for most of us. It's like you hear, you know, the dark night of the soul, like that's what usually gets us to wake up. Um, And so it was those really dark, low moments in the midst of having an eating disorder and being 15 and feeling like there was truly no way out. That brought me back to God. That brought me back to going to church and then got away from that again as I recovered from that. And then in college, again, when I hit that really low rock bottom with health, that was the probably the greatest moment of surrender to this day of just, I cannot do this on my own. Um, I, I, I need, um, I need spirit to work with me here. And I think that it doesn't have to happen that way. It doesn't have to happen where we hit a total rock bottom, even though it often does. And so for people that are listening that are like, Oh God, do I have to go through like a near death experience to be able to connect and align spiritually? No, you don't. You can sort of be proactive about it. And, um, you know, start to re- start to lean on um, spiritual guidance, even in, in less intense day-to-day moments as well, and find moments of, of peace, find moments of abundance, find moments of guidance um, right where you are now. You don't have to wait for something to be totally a disaster to do that. I love that. And I'm sure there's plenty of us listening here who, yeah, have that fear and maybe even something that's coming through for me is that that could, that fear could even be a block potentially to spirituality, this fear or this thought that like, you know, in order, in order to connect spiritually, I have to have a reason for it, or there Mm -hmm. has to be, like you said, that rock bottom or this, you know, moment of awakening. And that's not true. (laughs) Yeah. Or like, I'm weak, I'm too weak to do it alone. So I'm relying on God. Um, That could be a huge block. And that certainly was for me. Definitely. Definitely. And it's amazing how, you know, it's sort of this fine line of we, we want to have these, this like empowered and by empowered, sometimes we confuse that with this like independency and self-sufficiency. And, you know, as, as a type personality, women's and entrepreneurs, like we want to feel like we've got our shit together. And, you know, then we become mothers and we feel like we can do it all on our mm-hmm. own. And For sure. you know, there, I think there is validity of course to that and I think there is something of strength and value behind that and it it, you know I think being mindful of when that Mm -hmm. could start to block you from asking for help asking for support leaning into the support that you do have and feeling grateful for the support that you do have life gets to be so much more fun when you do like maybe maybe this is where we can talk about business too but like my business doesn't have to be I work this many hours and then I make this much money. It can be actually me going to the pool today might actually make me more money than me sitting here grinding on my desk or um, 
what's another really big block? Time, money, um, or just like me being super professional in my business and showing up and not swearing and wearing a certain type of clothes, that will get me seen. But it's like, no, actually me being myself, that's what's magnetic to my clients. That's what's magnetic to people in my audience. Um, or it's like, you know, I just take one aligned action a day and the rest is done for me. I get to, the more I have fun, the more I enjoy, yeah. the more I embrace who I am, the more that I receive. That's so much more fun. Why would I want to do like the hustle grind like method when this is available? Yes. And that was a perfect leeway. My next question was, so, you know, how has this spirituality, of course, you shared with us how it was a really pivotal in your healing journey and your physical healing journey. So, you know, it sounds like, and what you have based your business on was this really deeply seated uh, spiritual mindset. So just before we get into like the nitty gritty of the business, which I'm so super excited mm -hmm. about, I'd love to ask you, do you have any like daily spiritual practices well, and what do those look like if you do? Yeah, please. Of course I do. This is, this is actually the first question I ask everybody that's on my podcast um, because I love it so much. Um, I, it definitely changes every day because obviously I'm totally led by intuition. So some days it's totally different, but most days I do a meditation. Uh, meditation or stillness is always a part of my practice in some way. Um, I really love journaling. Um, just kind of stream of consciousness. Actually, what I really love to do is do my meditation, connect spiritually, and then ask for guidance and write it all down. Um, and I ask, mm -hmm. like, I ask what message wants to come through me today? How can I reach my, my clients? How can I reach my audience? How can I serve today? And whatever comes through, that's what I do. Like, that's how I run my business. And it, it's amazing how much more that reaches people than like, okay, well, um, you know, here's the marketing strategy yeah. and here's what other people are doing. So let me talk about this and let me plan out my content for the week. It's like, no, yeah. letting things flow through you, seeing yourself as more of like a, a almost like a channel yeah. for these, these universal messages to come through. Um, so I write that down. I love to, obviously I teach yoga. So yoga is a big part of my practice, but I really just like to move intuitively. I put yeah. music on, sometimes I dance, sometimes I do yoga. Sometimes I do squats or like whatever it is. Um, now that I'm in Tulum, I've been hanging out in the pool in the mornings, just being outside in the sun. And what else? Um, I always use crystals when I meditate. My favorites are amethyst and what else? I was, rose I was just going to say, I love a rose like. quartz. <laughs> rose quartz is like the mother of all crystals. I like know. Anything you need, just throw a rose quartz on exactly. it. Exactly. <laughs> um, oh, and one other thing that I've been doing recently, have you tried Four Sigmatic? You know, it's so funny because we've been traveling and overseas. I, I started listening to Angie Lee ages ago and okay. she got me into Four Sigmatic. Um, she was like an affiliate with them. Uh, she's got a great podcast now. If ever, and shameless plug to Angelie for all that you do for all the women entrepreneurs out there. Uh, but she had a discount code too as well. But I haven't tried it yet. Oh, okay. So I don't really drink coffee. Um, caffeine's pretty stimulating for me. But they have these amazing elixirs. So they have like a turmeric latte. They have a chai latte. They're caffeine free, and they're amazing. Like I love drinking that before I meditate. It just calms me down so much and always creates like the best meditation experience um and you're in Tulum right yeah. now you should check out a cacao ceremony I know I know I would they're love around you can see signs there you can also look into some uh plant medicine it, 
it, the time wasn't. I've seen the sign. Yeah, the, yeah. <laughs> I saw the sign. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Right? Um, I love it. I love it so much. So let's take a step forward here. And thank you for sharing those practices because I think it's important for somebody, you know, and again, to intuitively trust that, you know, for me as well, like I've got my deck of cards here, you know, I've got my journal here, but I, I, I do pretty much pull cards every day because that, that's part of, for me, I wanted some voice from spirit. So that intuitively for me was like, when I ask a question, I like words to come back to me. So mm-hmm. the cards are really helpful for that. But um, same with meditation, meditation, but my morning Mexican routine was literally just go upstairs to the roof and hang out in the sun and do some like weird movements and stick my tongue out and just like yes. feel the vibe. So, oh, I've seen you do too. The breath of fire. I've been doing yes. that too. It's amazing. I think it's literally called ego eradicating. It is. So it is. Ego eradicating. Perfect. It's like Kundalini yoga meditation. So I yes. was doing that in Mexico the whole time. So check that out. It's really fun. Okay. Yeah. So tell us a bit, please, about your business, The Goddess Brand Co., who do you serve first and foremost? And then we can talk about your offerings. Okay, amazing. So I'll just say too, it started off in the same way that everything else in my life started off. It started off like I just got graduated from business school. So it was all like, I'm going to teach people how to start businesses. And over time, as I saw that um, how much my spirituality was required for me to be able to do this work, my business transformed and evolved over time. So now I like to say that it's more of this like awakening. Like I really feel like I awaken the leader within people. I awaken the divine purpose within people. Um, Yeah, I awaken the message that wants to come through them and I liberate them from the, the reins that are like keeping them constricted and stuck and afraid and small. So we liberate or we activate and then we liberate and then they go out and they become leaders. They become healers. They become yoga teachers. They become Reiki practitioners. They become coaches. Um, And so those are really the women that I serve today. Women who are at least somewhat spiritually centered, like maybe they're just dipping their toes in, but they're spiritually curious, maybe you could say. Um, And they also feel like they're meant for more. So they feel like they're meant to help others serve in some way. Maybe they've been through a lot and they feel like they need to give back. Um, or support others that are in a similar space to their point A. Um, and we just awaken, we, we awaken together um, that work to come through them. And it's amazing. It's, it's very much a reflection of what happened for me. Now I'm supporting my clients to do the same. And it, I'm sure that's really aligned with what you do as well in terms of your own journey had a really big role in what you're helping others with now. I think that's the beauty for anyone listening to this. If you're interested in working with a coach, I think just like what you said, Kristen, the clients that are meant to find us and as coaches, you know, the people that we are meant to work with, the more authentic we are, the more we find our people that we are meant to serve. And, you know, if you're someone listening to this and you're interested in working with a coach, like, let yourself be on that journey, right? Like dig into podcasts, dig into coaches, find mm-hmm. that person that you just resonate with. And definitely, of course, check out Kristen's website, thegoddessbrandco.com. And, you know, dig into if working, if you're sort of feeling like, yes, I have a bigger calling and I'm not sure what that is, then this might be a great place for someone listening to start. So mm-hmm. what are the foundations of your offerings? What does that look like and uh, are they one-on-one? Is it group? Or please share with us about, you know, what, if someone were to work with you, what's the process? 
Amazing. So I do a little bit of both. I do one-on-one and group programs. Right now I'm a little bit more focused on one-on-one because I really want to like dig deep with people. Like I want, I I have like texting included in my programs right now because I want people to be like hitting me up all the time. I want you to feel like you're immersed in my energy. I really feel that energy exchange is one of the biggest things that I offer. It's like the, the frequency that I exist in now, I want you to experience that in micro doses like as you're working with me so that eventually that becomes your normal too so um mostly one-on-one right now and the program that i'm offering right now is called new earth leadership immersion so new earth is all about like the more that i take care of myself the more i help others it's like everyone gets to win the more that i follow soul the more that i serve others it's like this beautiful place of abundance for all peace for all Um, and so i'm i'm calling on people that Um, want to lead in this new paradigm in this new paradigm of divine feminine and and love and joy and peace for all Um, so people that have that feel like they again have something to share um, we're going to be activating that in you but in this beautiful new paradigm approach where all throughout this podcast we've talked about different limiting beliefs that we've shifted so it's like you don't have to work hard you don't have to force you don't have to stress you get to be you and you get to serve others so much um so so yeah we there's a there's a digital course component we do coaching calls there's tons of support you get email access to me text access um and yeah it's it's amazing i it just launched the first round and i just started calls with a few clients and it's already incredible to see their breakthroughs Um, so yeah, if anybody is interested in that, you can DM me on Instagram. Um, I'm at, I am Kristen Lynch and then check out the website, goddessbrandco.com. My email is Kristen at goddessbrandco.com. Amazing. And we'll be for sure to put those links down in the show notes. And I just feel so, it's amazing to see how many women are embracing this. You know, I love what I love what you said, new earth. It's like this, it's, it's so parallel to even gut health because, you know, when we're rebuilding the microbiome, it's like we're repairing, removing the toxins and like fertilizing and regenerating yes. you know, the rainforest that is our gut. And it seems like yes. you are helping women take it even to that next level and aligning into like what am like helping women remember why they've been brought to this earth and what their vision is. Yes, that is exactly it. Just two last little questions here for you, Kristen. Number one, where do you see yourself growing, you know, into in your business and maybe where do you see yourself in five years? Oh, okay. Let's see. Drop that bomb, Um, right? (laughs) (laughs) I know just two little questions. Yeah, exactly. Um, well, so my boyfriend and I, we just, this is like our first digital nomad experience. Awesome. So, and it's going amazing so far. We, we got rid of our apartment. So I'm totally digital nomad. Welcome, welcome, being. welcome to the digital nomad world. <laughs> I feel like I'm in a, a club or something now, yes. um, but it's amazing so far. It's so liberating. Um, I actually, I was, I was working with um, this like psychic Akashic Records woman who's amazing. And she told me, she was like, I was like, should I, should I leave my apartment? Should I go travel? And she was like, create a home elsewhere. Like you don't need a home base. You can create a home anywhere. And I was like, okay, that's the next step for me. We're creating a home base anywhere we go. Um, so I definitely see that. I really, Bali's on the list. Hawaii's on the list. Amazing. More places in Mexico are on the list. Um, and then I really see just reaching more women, just being able to scale how many women I'm directly working with. And then as a result, like creating that ripple where then, 
they're they're impacting their partners, their families, they're breaking ancestral trauma and lines um, and they're healing generations to come. Like I really just see this ripple getting wider and wider. Um, and again, it's new earth. So the more that I grow, the more that my business will grow as well. Absolutely. Um, I love that. So yeah. It feels like we're on the forefront of this wave of healing and, and, you know, I feel like timing of this pandemic, you know, 2020, the world shutting down, it's nothing is by accident, right? It's, it's this almost this opportunity just to go in and get quiet so that way we can like wiggle in our little seeds and then water it. So that way we can burst in this, this new earth leader mindset. I absolutely love it. Kristen, it's been such a pleasure. One last final question that I always ask everybody, what does the term optimal health mean to you? Ooh, optimal health. Um, I would say what it is not, it is not perfection. Mm -hmm. It is not perfection. Release that, release that goal. Health is not perfection. Um, I think it is allowing what is allowing, embracing, loving what is, loving you as you are, and knowing that that, um, that has the power to, to relieve symptoms that you're having. And even if you are having symptoms, that has the power to liberate you from the suffering associated with those symptoms. The best way I can put it into words. Powerful. I love it. I got goosebumps. So, so good. It has been so lovely and such a pleasure. Thank you so much. Thank you so much, Chelsea. I feel like I could go on and on for an hour plus plus more with you. Um, But thank you so much. It was such an honor to be here. I wanted to take a quick moment to give you, my community of listeners, some genuine appreciation. I know how valuable and precious our time is in today's world of productivity, and I couldn't be more grateful for yours today. If you feel that this episode was of value to you, I would be even more grateful if you were to share it with your people. Go ahead and copy and paste that link into messages. Smartphones make it super easy these days. Or if you're feeling really creative, pop a screenshot of the episode into your Instagram stories and send it on over to that person in your life who might need this boost of inspiration today. Don't forget to tag the podcast handle, Let's Start Health, and of course, my account, your host, The Chelsea Haynes, so we can have all the fun connecting, building community, and sharing all the things. Thank you again, and remember, be curious and relentless on this journey to health.